1: Live. Welcome, everyone, once again to the House of David Ministry. I'm Pastor Keith Allen.
0: Pastor Summer Allen.
1: And this week's Bible study will be led by Sister Tina Lovelace. So I will give the floor to you without further ado. Hello,
0: everyone. I apologize for my tardiness, but we're going to jump right into it. What we are going to discuss this evening is spiritual warfare. Now, it's a big subject. It really is. But I'm going to try to tone it down a little bit and focus in on the war within. So, these days, that's all you see in the news is war and how people don't want to go to war and how people want people to come home, but no one never talks about the real war, the war that is within us. Now, let me share. We are going to be bouncing back and forth between Matthew and Second Corinthians. So
1: we're going to be focusing a little bit on Paul himself.
0: Okay. And as warriors, which is what we are, soldiers of God, um, we tend to always focus as humans on what is right in front of our face, what we can touch, what we can hear, what we can see and or do. And, um, we always tend to forget about the spiritual realm. Now, as warriors, we should be preparing not only to gird ourselves with our armor, but we should also be sharpening our weapons. Now, a lot of times um, we go into these discussions and we're always talking about uh, putting on our armor, but we never talk about how do we actually use the weapons and armors that are given to us. So I wanted to talk about a little bit about what weapons are out there that are being used against us versus weapons we can use in retaliation once we are in an attack. Um. Sorry. Fourth I would like to first go to, I'm going to find it in one article. Of course it's not oh. coming up. Um second Corinthians ten. Eight and 3 and 5. Second Corinthians ten. Yep. Three through five. 2 ten, Second Corinthians. 10. Second Corinthians ten, and the verses is three through five. Yeah. Give me a moment here because the Bible I was using. Just hold on. Well, we can read it for you. We have a different versions All right. Right. We can also read it for you, Tina. Please read
1: it for me. Okay, okay. I got
0: you. I got so That's where I wanted to start
1: out with... 2 uh, Corinthians chapter 10, verse 3 reads, For though we walk in the flesh, we do not war after the flesh. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty, through God to the pulling down of strongholds,
2: casting down imaginations, and every high thing
1: that exalted itself
2: against
1: the knowledge of God, and bringeth into captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ.
0: Now, like I said, we were, like I was saying, the war was in, A lot of the times, we don't even understand, or even know when we're being attacked. And so, um, one of the weapons that is um, disappointment. Disappointment is uh, something that we've all experienced and stuff. I mean, especially me lately, and I've been dealing with it a lot, and that's kind of what led me to doing spiritual warfare. Um, disappointment, I've experienced it literally hundreds of times, but to the knowledgeable Christian, all disappointments are is God's appointment and must be viewed as such that Satan gain the advantage. To be disappointed is to forget, which is within Romans 8 through 28. Um, a lot of times lately I've been disappointed about where I am in my life and I'm not accepting the fact that it's not my life, it's really God's life. And I should be trying to figure out more and focus on God and what he wants me to learn in that situation instead of complaining indirectly by being disappointed. You know, it's funny. I want to jump in there. It's funny that uh, this is the subject that you have um, is about warfare because uh, just before you got on the line, everybody talks about what they're dealing with, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And so, I mean, that's where I was kind of going with it because I felt like, um, we always talk about, you know, putting on our armor, but, you know, we need to start identifying when we are being attacked. And there are certain things that the enemy will use against us, like disappointment (laughs) and other ones that I will go through. Um, to attack you, to distract you from what your purpose or what your goal is in this life. I mean, yeah, that's, that's true. That's very true. Amen. Amen. Oh, Uncle Brian
1: had a comment. Go ahead. You know, I don't believe that uh, the, the, Satan normally uses our spot. The first thing he sees yeah. with that is this ain't right, this ain't the one that you ain't getting there. And it seems like to me he attacks our thoughts. So first thing we need to do is recognize when he attacks, uh-huh. who these thought, and then set up against, against that. Yep, and that's where I'm
0: trying to go for my focus on this. I'm, I'm a little scattered out of here in the car and just throw it in, but... It's okay. Where this, where this is going is, is that... Um, A lot of the times, like I said, we as humans, we're always focused on what's going on in the world and everything that's going on in front of us and Mm -hmm. stuff, but we tend to forget that we are warriors, that we are soldiers of God, and that we are rolling under some form of attack. Now, we've talked in the last couple of weeks about different places where you can be attacked, one, I wanted to bring it a little bit more home. I wanted to let you guys know that there are things that go on when you just don't even notice it. It doesn't even even come into your focus because it's something that happens to you every day. Like I said um, previously, disappointment. Another one that will attack us is discouragement. Discouragement is the second stage of disappointment. All discouragement is of the devil. and An event from church history is reported concerning the great reformer Martin Luther. For days he had been in the valley of discouragement. The Pope was trying to kill him and his friends had shunned him. Even his wife was asking him what what is going on.
1: And Hello. Yes, yes.
0: Sorry. I'm sorry. here. I'm I'm sorry. Right, I'm sorry. No, to no, no coming. It broke
1: down. it's coming. No, it's coming. Hold on, hold on, Tina. We have? Uh, I believe that's Brother Willie.
0: Yeah. How about Charlie <laughs> <laughs> um, We can we can see who calls me in. Uh, what what comment
1: did you have? Um, I heard the sis mention that we focus in. Okay on uh, things going around the world and things that are before us. And when she mentioned before us, God placed it on my mind, the significance of the armor that he has set for us. The armor, the the head, the the helmet, the breastplate, the shield, uh, the girding of the loins, both the significance of that arm, uh, that armoury, is everything is to ward off the enemy from the front. The breastplate, the shield, all of those defensive defensive mechanisms are to ward off the enemy as he approaches us. So, since God has given us armour that doesn't cover the back. That is to be a predestined, ordained fight from the front. We are more than conquerors. So we are to be mindful of the fact that the armor God has given us is to ward off the enemy as we approach him As he approaches us, we are not to be found retreating from the enemy. Otherwise, God would have covered the rear of us. But he gave us what is to cover and defend from the front. So anytime someone gives you something that initially is to defend from the front, then you we are to have that blessed assurance that, okay, Father, since you've given me armor to defend from the front, I'm to go forward. So if your faith and trust is in the God that has equipped you to defend from the front is the God, then there is no weapon that can be formed against you. That will <clears> be for the opportunity. That you
0: mentioned that because um, I have another passage down here, which is uh, Ephesians 6 11 through 12, which I can read for you. Um, Put on the whole armor of God that ye may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of darkness. of this world against spiritual wickedness in high places. Mm -hmm. And um, like I said earlier, I was really focusing on, you know, like I said, we've been, last couple of weeks we've been skirting around it, but I wanted to a little bit delve into the actual attacks and being able to identify what is you versus something attacking you. And for me, um, like disappointment and discouragement has been two things that's been seeming to bombard me lately. And I wanted to talk about those two things, um, and how we would actually come back against that and be victorious against it. Because as warriors, warriors of God, um, we need to be able to train. We need to be able to focus and practice, especially when we are being attacked in this exactly. manner.
1: Because exactly. a lot Amen. of
0: times, you know, you're attacking. You don't even know that you're being attacked. A lot of times you, you have turned your back and you are being stabbed in the kidney and you have absolutely no idea that it's going on. Because something else is distracting you in another place. Exactly. Exactly. So we got disappointment, discouragement, and distraction. I don't want know.
1: Yeah.
0: No, one. No, 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 no. Okay. Right. Nice. I'm going to throw another
1: beach. I'll take them tomorrow
0: for lunch. Bear. 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 Okay, now my bear is a definition for him. Yes. Despair is the third and final stage of disappointment and discouragement. Unless checked it can be it can prove fatal to the Christian life. To despair is to forget, Second Corinthians four. Amen. Can I add
1: in, yeah. Um Yeah. when she speaks of the spirit of God, I want you all to understand what that actually means is you've given up on God's word. Because you no longer believe in it. But if you're in a state of despair, if you go through your Old Testament, you will see the children of Israel forever and ever in the day always falling back. There's been a few, a few occasions in the Old Testament where it says they have forgotten God. Okay? Now, you're falling back on the word where you're not allowing the word to do what it needs to do within you and within your life. So you have to be careful. That's why, you know, it's good as she's talking about the spiritual warfare and as Willie said uh, about the, the armor. It's okay to have armor, but however, as she said, these, these words she practice, okay? In order, for you to, in order for you to, as they would say, yield, in other words, then to use these gifts. You have to practice. You have to be able to, I mean, if I had how many people ever shot a gun and like two of us raised our hand, but we all own them, what good does it do you to own one if you don't know how to shoot it, if you don't know how to aim and hit the target, if you don't know that you need to clean it and maintain it, okay? So think about yourself when, you, when I'm talking about this now. So you're maintaining yourself. You're Up, keeping yourself to fight a battle. You're keeping yourself in shape. You're going to the gym. You're running three miles a day. Whatever it is you need to do in order to fight this battle, but you're using God's word, as as God said. um, You you sit up here and you exercise the outer man, but there's no exercise in the inner man. Mm -hmm. You're weak on the inside in the spirit, but, yeah, you, yeah, you, you probably can bench press 500 pounds, but what good does that do you when Satan comes before you and slaps you in the face. Um no,
0: hold on the kind of Um that's where if Melinda doesn't mind if I share this. Um so for uh for her whole conversation because the Lord was doing his beginning to her, her warrior and that's a desire of hers. And um Um, The Lord was dealing with her with that and showing her, and now you're getting more ammo for your gun. (laughs) So uh, the Lord was dealing with me, you know, about her and said, have her pray for you. Now, first, you know, I was like, yeah, well, okay. You know, that was a little bit, you know, peculiar, but, you know, it's God. And I said, okay. But what he was doing was that he wanted you to exercise your gift. Just like what Keith was saying. Put it into practice. Put, it, uh, you know, uh, put the bullets in the gun and shoot. You know what I mean? Actually, you know, walk this thing out. Because if you don't practice it when you are challenged at some point, you will never know what to do. you never have that strength, that confidence. You know, like to say that I am more than a conqueror, to believe it. You know, I can say it all I want to, but if I don't believe it, and, and the enemy knows whether you believe it in your heart too because he'll continue to keep on attacking you if he knows that you're just giving him lip service. So that is, uh, is a key thing for you to practice what you preach in your own self, you know, because the Bible tells you to work out your own full salvation with fear and trembling. So you have to walk this thing out for
1: you. Anyone else? No, thanks, no, sorry,
0: Kathy. Sorry, thanks. Kathy. It's like Easter and talking. it was like, i you know. And um, I, I, um, I got something for you. I'm um, here. I got something for you. Okay, <laughs> because this is funny. This is funny. Okay, and I'll let you know why it's funny at the end. Okay. But before I go to distraction, we're going to go to doubt next. Doubt? Doubt. Satan uses his deadly deed for the first time in the Garden of Eden. He began his attack upon Eve by doubting the word of God. And he said unto the woman, Yea, as God said ye shall not eat of every tree of the garden and that's in Genesis one to doubt is to forget and that's in first Timothy I will therefore that I will therefore that men pray everywhere lifting up holy hands without wrath and doubting amen so doubt is another subtle one. Doubt is something that we tend to do ourselves Mm -hmm. without any urging. Mm -hmm. We're always constantly questioning, did I really hear that? Did I really see that? Mm -hmm. We're always looking for more answers than yes, more ways to say yes, different ways to say yes, yes, yay, and and, and the third. Instead of just saying, you know what, God, God, I'm going to exercise my faith and trust that your yes means yes mm-hmm. and not ask again. Mm. Anybody have a comment on that one? I think, I think that for me, it's like not doubting the guess. Like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like, not second no, no, that can't be good in the summary. You know, that? I think that's where I am. Okay, about that. All right.
2: I'm okay. 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 sorry on the
0: phone have
2: a comment. I won't just okay.
0: okay. now in saying that, Let you read it. It's
1: uh Psalm 91 yeah. <clears throat> 1 verse
0: 16. Oh. On. Do like <laughs> you. you all right? it, but this is what it is. Okay? That's I don't faith. trust. That's how you increase your faith is by trusting in God. And we all have issues with just trusting. We trust that if we wake up in the morning and our mom says, hey, we're cooking uh, turkey for Thanksgiving. Nine times out of ten the house now, she's cooking turkey for dinner. Yes. If-
1: here is another form of worship, being obedient. This is correct. Mm-hmm. Whenever, whenever you're doing something for God, no matter what the act is, if it is for God, as he said, he created us for his good pleasure. So when you are doing things in honor of him, whether it be an offering, whether it be doing works, or whatever it takes, you speaking his word. You are honoring him. It is a form of worship. Everything is to worship God. Everything is for him. Uh, it is not for us to sit up here and high sign ourselves. Mm-hmm. So just think of it in that way. If you're, you know, worshiping in a spirit and the truth, then you are, therefore, worshiping. Thank you. You're welcome.
0: Okay. Good comment. You know, um... <laughs> backwards. You know, um I one hundred percent you know agree needed to hear all of what you're saying here, you know, You know, but I, I'm stuck here now with exercising why did I write exercise the outer man? You know, I I actually was no uh, exercising yeah. the inner man. But listen, listen what? I, I'm just seeing what I wrote here. I had a man in Most of the times, you know, um, if, if we're not aware of him, we're tailing and running. And we're not aware of the warfare, so we tail and run. But because you're aware of it now, you know that you have to stand and fight. So we know that. I being in the playground, and when that bully comes, you know that he's going to keep coming until you punch him in the eye.
1: May I interject?
0: Yeah, Tina, uh, are you are you okay? Yeah, I'm cool. Yeah, I just don't want you to be confused because, like I said, this is really about us as soldiers and the fact that we are not um, addressing some of the weapons that are being used against us as soldiers. This is kind of delving into, you know, looking at how we are being attacked and how we can, you know identify it when it's happening, see it when it's
1: happening and deflect it when it does. May I May I say
0: something?
1: Oh yeah. sure, sure. Please. Since you were um it was spoken that we'll say, yeah, uh I have faith in God and you know, have a posture of um Somewhat authority when it comes to faith, and then when the test comes, we fail. Well, a better word for failing and fear is when the test comes, we doubt. There are 16 deeds, deadly deeds of the devil. Miss Tina? Yes. Miss are you there?
0: Yes, I am.
1: Do you have that that book open? Uh, yeah,
0: that's yes, she's, she's actually the
1: one leading the um, leading the Bible study tonight. Yeah, I'm familiar. Okay. Yeah, I, I've been on here since you prayed. I came in while oh, okay. you prayed. Yeah. Oh, okay. So, um, but there's 16 daily deeds of the devil, and if time permits, I would like for her to read those um, out of the Wilmingtons, and those those identify. That we're dealing with warfare, well, these deeds identify the different aspects the devil uses as his artillery. But when we find ourselves doubting in the test, in the circumstances that are vicissitudinous or diverse, that's the direct sign of the adversary period and if time permits, and you and you alternate pastors, I like for her to read those and the scripture, not the whole scripture, but just give me the, the um scripture text form, and that's a well, very I, good
0: but actually that's what she was what she was doing when she was going down disappointment, discouragement distraction, despair doubt, and I believe she was um, um you were still at doubt is that where you were at I know. Again. We're done with we're done with doubt, and we're going on into distraction. Okay. Was that was to brother, brother Willie?
1: Yes, ma'am. Yes, okay. ma'am. Okay.
0: okay. Uh, this D of the devil can be a very subtle one, for often the distractions are not in themselves bad. In fact, they may be good and wholesome. For example, it is so easy to be distracted from God's perfect will by one's own family or employment. It has been rightly said that often the real enemy of the best is not the worst, but the good. And like um, Kathy Kathy touched on earlier um, on distraction.
1: Okay.
0: I mean, it's pretty simple on that one. next D is disbelief. The disbelief is but the final form of doubt. This was vividly demonstrated in Eden, as we have already noted. Satan began by doubting God's word in Genesis. He then finishes when he realizes he had Eve's ear by denying the command of the Lord. And the serpent said unto the woman, Ye shall not surely die, for God don't doeth or doth excuse me, know that in the day ye eat. Therefore, then your eyes shall be opened, and ye shall be as gods, knowing good and evil. That's in Genesis. Now, I I don't want to go through all 16 because I don't want to have you guys here all night. But I wanted to do at least those first six because with everything that we've been discussing lately, especially um, over the last couple of weeks, Mm -hmm. a lot of... um, we touched on fear and with Sister Casket uh, a few weeks ago, and um, we touched on doubt, um, myself and, and and others not repeating everybody's stuff. But um, I wanted to go through those six because um, when I first saw this book, never done in the past, is talk about how we as individuals. Uh, We are warriors, you know, and it's the difference between being a pawn versus being a knight or even a queen or king. But we cannot do those things if we go into battle without our armor. And we can't fight against those things unless we know how to fight against those things or even how to recognize them. A knife is just a knife if you lay it down on the table, but when it's in somebody's hand, it, you know, it may be experiencing nothing to do some damage, but in a master's hand, they'll be able to kill you. So I wanted to go over these six here because our previous conversations throughout have always kind of skirted on these things. Um, and I, I just wanted to turn our eyes a little inward to let us um, look at the war for what it is and know that, you know, we are children of God and we have the tools to protect ourselves and protect our families and go forth and, and be righteous. Be um, I had one more here. Hold on, let me go to it. It's Isaiah. I'm sorry. I
1: think that's it. Let me check it. While you look for that, can I say it's one more thing. Four
0: seventeen. Go ahead. Go ahead.
1: Uh, I believe sincerely. Once we develop the mindset that we are not going through things and come to ourselves realizing that we were created to go through things, we'll be better going through things because it's not something that has come upon us but it's something that God's omniscience and preordained and destined order has created us for. We were created by God for his glory, and he glories in our suffering. That's scripture. And our suffering requires for us to go into situations that only God can bring us out of. We were created to be warriors for Christ. That's our mandated order. It's not something that, oh, my God, just come upon me. We are to stand up, hallelujah, and Apostle, that Lord, you created me for this. You are in this with me. And here we go. But no. We think it's our life and since we have a posture and mentality that it's my life and why you let this happen to me instead of God you created me for this life so yes and amen to whatever comes upon. I'm through. All
0: right.
1: Thank you. you.
0: Yeah um our final one was in isaiah fifty four seventeen I'll read that for you real quick. No weapon that is formed against thee shall prosper, and every tongue that shall rise against thee in judgment thou shalt condemn. This is the heritage of the servants of the lord and, amen, and their righteousness is of me, saith the Lord. And, amen else would, and that's how I wanted to close it. Um, like I said, I've been reading this new book
1: that um, Brother Willie gave me, and um, Is that the title, author? Guide mm-hmm. uh, That Brother <laughs> Willie, that Brother <laughs> Willie Wilmington's, Wilmington's Guide to the Bible.
0: Wilmington's Guide to the Bible.
1: Um, over the.
0: Oh, I'm sorry. There you go. Whoa. Where the you in? Well, uh, what what was the to we'll text you the information?
1: Um, I'll, I'll text you on. the
0: information. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've been reading the book, and um, like I said, um, over the last couple of weeks, we've been talking about many subjects and such, but we've never talked about um directly spiritual warfare, and us as warriors and the fact that we are in a war right now, even though no one likes to think of war, everybody just kind of wants to shun that, especially in today's world. But the truth is is that we are still in a war, and we are still being attacked every day. And I'm trying to batter down against the fear that is within all of us, and try to make us a little bit more aware that, you know what, we do have weapons and we do have armor to protect ourselves against all attacks. That will come because of who we are and because of where we want to be at the end of this, that we are more than just our flesh, that we are spirits. Amen. I want to add to that, though, too, because I was um, actually saying that – on yesterday when I was um, talking with um, Sister Melinda and I was talking about um, when you're praying for someone or you're praying about something and you're praying against a specific spirit you can't just, most people who are um, a little bit immature uh, when it comes to warring in the spirit, they'll just pray at a general prayer and believe that that um, a spirit is supposed to be removed from that person. Because these different things that you're listing here are spirits, you know, as well. Um, Disappointment, disbelief, discouragement, those are different spirits that can come upon you and um, attach them to you. And when you pray pray against that, it is important for you to know the name of what you are calling out or um, um, commanding to come out of a person you can't just be okay evil spirit you know negative spirit or dark spirit or whatever God tells you and he instructs you even when he has spoke to the you know, he has spoke to the man who was full of allegiance and I'm asking him, what is what is your name because if you know the name if you're aware of it you can command it by the name and the power of, of Jesus Christ. But if you don't know that, if you're unaware of it, and you really are, um, it's lip service. It's not going to make any effect. There's no power in, in what you're saying because there's no direction. You didn't tell it what to do. You didn't tell it to go. You can say, go, get out of here, get out of here, whoever you are. That can mean anybody. That can mean anything. A name is, is, is specific. I'm specifically talking to you and telling you where to go. And um, even as these things are spoken, and each one of these, and I wanted to make sure I said that because we're, we're, we're speaking about it now, that when you pray for yourself later, you know, when you're on your, um, your, uh, your alone time, all of us, I don't care if you're a pastor, pastor, whoever, you know, make sure that you pray against these things that, or um, um, if, if Anything has been said as identifying with you, you know, to remove that spirit of disappointment, discouragement, distractions, despair, doubt, disbelief, you know, out of, out of your life, out of the lives of your, you know, your family members, your home. Pray, Pray for yourself while you're at your job, all of that, so that none of this will continue to have um, free reign in your life. You know, um, I I am just um, I'm kind of um, amazed at what God is doing in my sister's life. I'm so thankful. That's <laughs> Amen. Amen. It almost brings me to tears. <laughs> I love the <laughs> Lord, uh, uh, and I love my sister. I um, I know mm-hmm. that this is that the Lord for you know all of us. You know, so I just want to say to my sister, I love you. (laughs) And God is using you in great ways. This is nothing but the beginning of your spiritual journey and and the leadership.
2: Amen. Amen. Can I add something up, uh, Minister Summer and Minister Keith and all of those that's listening? Yes. Okay. Uh, I, I wasn't familiar with the voice that I heard that shared about the misunderstanding that we have as Christians. Basically, God created us to have to go through, to suffer. And I want to commend him for that because it is true. The Bible says if we suffer with him, we will reign with him. We have been taught wrong in our churches as a child that when you get saved, everything's going to be fabulous. And so we come with that misconception. So when you, when you, uh, Look at it from the point of war. Before you go to war, you got to go to boot camp like uh, Sestina was saying. But they don't put you with any illusions that the war are going to be f- good and fun. Everything's going to be perfect. No, they're preparing you for battle of an enemy that is that you have never encountered before. And so, I think it's something we need to look at because any time we see scriptures dealing with war, it says finally be strong in the Lord and in the strength of His might, because God uses our challenges to strengthen us spiritually and physically and to know the weapon of our there. but the very challenges we go through is the very thing he later on anoints us to, you see? And so I just wanted to comment on that. I think it's been really good. And uh, Sister Tina, thank you for sharing that and all this on here and allow me to, you know, share this time with you guys. Uh, thank you, Apostle
1: Jerusalem. We appreciate it. <laughs>
2: We My,
1: love
0: you. Uh, thank, thank, you for <laughs>
2: <laughs> I love you guys too. Very good. I just I just sit back here smiling, listening. <laughs> <laughs> and I
0: think Linda wanted to make a comment. I just wanted to say thank you, Tina, and you did a really great job. I don't know what your figure out natural. and <laughs> natural. This really spoke to me. Like Summer said, it's really resonating with me, and I want to really read more about it and get some more. Yeah, I probably will do a little bit more into it because I had a bunch of stuff to go through, but I'm looking at the time, and I'm just like, I know it's late for you guys, so I just wanted to at least get those six in, and address those because those were really big ones. I mean, that has affected all of us recently, and some of it, unfortunately, we we even put on upon ourselves. Well, I guess since you said that,
1: we can sure make it a series, and that's what I actually I have wanted to do. Okay. Because uh, I know where you was coming from. You said Matthew. Mm-hmm. You never gave us the scripture, but I'm pretty sure oh, it's coming out of Matthew chapter. No, 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 don't worry. Uh, you was out of Matthew chapter four, more than likely. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and uh, what I want to do for next week is I won't even want everyone to read that uh, Matthew chapter four, verses one through. On, chapters one. Through, I mean, verses one through six, sixteen. Yes, Matthew chapter four, verses one through sixteen. And as always, that's some of the proverb in there for you daily. Um, <laughs> uh, no, no, the, the, this this actually is going to be a team effort. We're all going to come to the table with something. It's a potluck Bible study, in other words.
2: So we're all
1: coming to the table with something, okay? All right. Some mac and cheese. Yeah, we're all we're all going to feed one another next week. So. Yeah,
0: just you know, yeah. This is just um, one that uh, Brother Willie and I have been batting back and forth. And I thought that it would
1: be there something that. that we probably should bring to this table. Yeah, absolutely. let I'll feast on that a little bit. We, we, we'll, we'll appreciate it. i got to go
0: give me some floss now with beat my teeth. So. <laughs> 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 and, and, and I just want to say thank you, Brother Willie. God bless you for all that you're doing in, in my sister's life as well.
1: Yes. It's God through me. I appreciate the opportunity, but it's God through me, and uh, that's just the bottom line. I, I'm, I'm, I'm being fed. You know, it's reciprocated. And um, how's things over on the on the East Coast? They, they, they're not bad. We can't complain. Can't complain Good, job. Good job. Well, I love you all in the spirit of God that's in you. Thank you. Love you too. Thank you too. appreciate you.
0: Okay. just to repeat um, some of the ones that I did tonight, I went out of Second Corinthians uh, 10, and that was 3 through 5. And then I had Mindy look at Psalms 91, 1 through 16. I know we didn't get a chance to read through that, but I was looking at the time and I didn't want to mm-hmm. go
2: over too far.
0: And then uh, Ephesians. Six, eleven, through 12 okay. Tina can you go ahead And pray out for us And finally Isaiah 54 oh, 17 Okay Okay if you're ready If, if everybody's already um, Said other comments I'm going to ask uh, ask You to go ahead and pray out for us Okay Wonderful okay. job Tina wonderful job Say Thank you Great job Tina Thank you.
1: Good job, sis.
0: (laughs) Father God, in the name of Jesus Christ, I pray to you, and I thank you for this day. I thank you for the blessings of this day. I thank you for all knowledge and understanding and knowing, Father God. I thank you for family and friends. I thank you for the trials. I thank you for the tribulations. I look forward to to walking hand in hand with you, Father God, along with my family and friends, to further know more of you and be more involved with you, to be covered by you. Yes. In the name of Jesus, Father God, I ask for blessings upon my friends and my family. I ask for more knowledge I ask for more journey. I ask you for your time, Father God, and thank you for your time. And in the name of Jesus Christ, I pray. Amen. Amen. Amen.
1: Amen. Amen. Well, excellent job, Tina. We definitely appreciate it. Amen. <laughs> thank you. you go, uh, girl. That's where was. <laughs> It was a All right, good night, y'all. Okay, good night. night.
0: Good night. God bless you. Yep. God bless everybody. Have a good
1: day. God, good buddy, everybody. God bless. Stay safe. Be blessed.
0: Okay. <laughs>